and welcome to the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adela Rafiz, the global business whisperer. And I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are doing weekly episodes to help you create your life and your business intuitively. This show isn't about doing business the right way. It's about doing it your way. So if you are ready to download some business whispering magic into your life and business, stay tuned because you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to your weekly dose of the Business Whisperer podcast. We have got such a goodie for you today. So today's topic is releasing self-sabotage, how to identify and release reset the sabotage programs that you may have running in your life, in your mind, in your body that impact your business, that impact your ability to make money, that impact your ability to create your life and business as you say you want to. So first of all, for many of you listening, what are self-sabotage patterns? What is this ingrained or subconscious or mindset stuff that I tend to talk about? Well, here's the thing. Self-sabotage patterns or subconscious limiting patterns are created from your deepest inner beliefs and they're often your deepest inner fears and they don't come from your cognitive mind. So if you're wondering why you can't just outthink yourself or when you can't just choose something different when you are tempted to do something that you know is not helping or you're wondering why you always sabotage yourself in the same way, or why you find it so difficult to get beyond a certain point, especially in an area where it feels scary for you in your life or business. It might be showing up in a particular way, or feeling like you're still not ready to get to that next level in business, or you're not willing to put yourself out there with a particular group of people uh, for fear of being judged. What is that same sabotage pattern that then starts to hold you back and starts to slow your growth and momentum? So sabotage patterns or limiting beliefs and behaviors, they don't come from our cognitive rational mind. They come from our irrational subconscious mind and they're not created in our adult lives either. They're usually created in our first 10 years of life. When you are born, what you pick up on from your parents, what your experiences and what your worldview is when you are going through those really primary years of your life where your worldview is being created. What was it like for you going to preschool, to primary school? What were your family dynamics like? What did you observe about money and power and control? and whose roles were what, and how were you allowed to show up in your world? How were you allowed to show up with your family? Uh, If you were a female, were you taught that your brothers were more important? If you are a male, did your sister always get it easy and you always felt like everyone came down hard on you because you were meant to be responsible for her? All of these things create your lifelong worldview and they run in the background. These are not the things that run in your cognitive mind that you are aware of. These are the beliefs that you hold at the back of your mind 
that control and influence your behavior without you recognizing it, which is why it's so important that we start to identify, we start to clear, and we start to move forward from these self-sabotage passions. So, a couple of things you I would like to share with you first off. This is a humongous topic, as you can imagine. I normally spend entire classes or entire modules talking about this when I coach or teach. So I'm going to share what I think is the most helpful and most pertinent information that I can in this episode, and we will probably have some follow-up information coming up in following episodes. Secondly, it is not designed to be an exhaustive list. This episode is designed to start giving you the awareness of where your limiting beliefs come from, how to identify what your sabotage behaviors are, and how to start to change it. You might find after you start the process that you get to a certain point and then you need more help, whether it's going and working with a coach or a facilitator, whether it's doing a program, whether it's working with someone who can help you look at the areas that you cannot look at. And lastly, the last disclaimer here is in order to really get the most out of this episode and the information in it, you're going to have to get out of your own head. You're going to have to get out of your own worldview for for a minute and look at your life and how you operate and your choices in creating your business and creating your life to be able to identify where these limiting beliefs have been creating limiting behaviors. We all find it difficult to look at our own behaviors and pinpoint what we're doing wrong and why we're doing it that way. So you're going to have to be willing to take that step back and look at yourself and your business First of all, through the eyes of no judgment, but secondly, through the eyes of awareness. If somebody else was doing that, if you could see somebody else doing those behaviors, would you think that they were limiting themselves? Would you think that they were not doing something in the best way they could? And now would you be willing to look at yourself through those eyes for the next 20 minutes or so? while we have this conversation, so you can start to identify where you are holding yourself back, where you are being held back, and what you can do to change it. Okay, so I'm going to go through, just to make it really easy, let's talk about the three things that you can do to start to identify and change self-sabotage patterns. Okay, so first of all, You want to start to identify what it is that you are repeatedly doing that is limiting or stopping your forward momentum or progress in your business. Now, when I say repeatedly doing, it might not look obvious that you are repeatedly doing something because it might look like you're doing different things. But when you get to the bottom of it, it's got the same underlying theme. So what would be an example of that? An example of that would be not showing up or not following through with the things that could really be making a difference in your business. For example, if you know that if you followed up with the clients that could really become great long-term clients of yours and you decide that 
you're either too lazy or too busy, more likely, too busy to follow up with them. You've lost that potential client because people require follow-up. Or if you know that if you actually made contact with your client base on a regular basis, whether it is through a newsletter, through picking up the phone, through showing up on social media, and you decide again that you're too busy or you're too shy or you're too tired to do that, again, you're not showing up. And it's a similar theme. You're not showing up. You're not following through with the things that could be really making a difference. Are you not going to the events? Are you not putting yourself into situations where you are meeting and interacting and mingling with the people that could contribute to your business, that could be potential clients for your business, that could be potential connectors for your business, because it feels too far out of your comfort zone to go to that networking event or to go to that awards dinner or to nominate your business for the small business awards in your city or in your country. These are the things that they might sound like different areas and different things that you're not doing, but the underlying theme here is the same. You're not showing up in your business and you're not showing up consistently or you're not willing to be seen. Now, when you start to look at that, the second step is you want to start to identify how long you've been doing this for or what your belief around why you don't want to do this, where that belief came from. So for example, you identify that behavior and then you might start to recognize that it's not just in your business that you do this. You might start to remember that you hated and would do anything to avoid having to be someone that would have to speak up or be a big part of group assignments when you were in school or university. And then you might remember that you would do whatever it took to not need to be there when it was selection day for teams or when you had to show up and speak in front of the class or speak in front of a group of people. And you might start to go back through your timeline of life and remember that there was there was that one time when you were seven years old and you were doing show and tell at school and you got really embarrassed and you forgot what you were meant to say and you didn't say anything and all the other kids laughed at you. Or you felt really embarrassed because you felt like you did a really bad job. Or perhaps your parents were there and they told you that you didn't do that well or you could have done better or that you were so shy that nobody could hear you. And that memory sticks with you. That memory of what it feels like to show up and then be judged as not being good enough is the memory that sticks you. And as a seven-year-old, what happens is when we have these events that occur in the first 10 years of our life, we also don't remember them through, a, through the eyes or the memory of an adult with rational thinking. You're remembering these incidents that happened through the eyes of a child. So imagine how crushing it is for a child to receive that feedback and the perception of that feedback. Your parents might have said it with a lot of love and said that you, you'll be great next time. We can work on getting you to speak louder so everyone can hear you. But you don't remember that part. 
You just remember feeling like you did a really bad job and nobody could hear you and everyone was laughing at you. And from then on, it became really unsafe. The message that your subconscious mind then will send to you continuously in any situation will be that it's not safe for you to show up. It's not safe for you to put yourself out there. And then we extrapolate. We become adults. We go to university. We get a job. We start our own business. We go through all of these different stages of our life. But that core belief, that core fear that started when we were a child means that we don't show up or we have a limiting belief that creates a limiting behavior in our business. So now here you are as a business owner and you hate showing up to do Facebook Lives or you hate showing up to networking events, or you refuse to join a Toastmasters because you do not want to speak in front of other people, or you know that you could get a lot of great exposure by nominating your business for um, the local business awards or or by doing an interview with local press, paying to go on TV or in the local newspaper, And you're not willing to have that exposure because you're so scared of what happens when you have to show up in front of other people. And that incident that occurred years and years ago when you were seven years years old is still controlling your outcomes. It's still controlling your behaviors in order to try to control the outcome, which is to try to protect you from ever being embarrassed in front of large groups or amounts of people ever again. So what's the third step? Once you can identify the behavior that you're currently doing, and then number two, go back through your timeline of life and recognize everywhere else where you do something similar and try to find the memories that might have created or caused this belief. What what is the third step? The third step is to start to recognize, well, is to recognize that that is no longer true, that you are no longer seven years old, you are no longer unsafe, it is now fine for you to show up and speak in front of people, and how you start to change that belief or behavior is to start to do the opposite behaviors in a safe and controlled environment to begin with, perhaps. So you might not want to start by volunteering to speak in front of a thousand people at a seminar or conference, but you might start by speaking in front of a small casual gathering and realizing that you're doing okay and you're safe and nobody's laughing at you. And after you do that, you might then be willing to show up at a networking event and do a small presentation about your business. And then you might be feeling safer around showing up on social media and Facebook. And then you can start to get to those larger groups of people. Now, it doesn't matter what the example is. It's the theme that counts. It's the behavior It's identifying the subconscious or limiting belief, and then it's doing something to change that behavior by instilling a new paradigm or a new belief. What happens is when we think the same thing over and over again, we create neural pathways that reinforce that belief. 
That means that your brain and body connection believes that thing because the same message has been sent to it over and over again. And previously, even the thought of speaking in front of a large group of people would make you feel all sweaty and clammy and scared and have a racing heart and want to get out of that room as fast as possible. When we start to change that behavior, when you do that first little talk, it might just be in front of two or three people, you realize that you got through it okay. You can start to change that neural pathway that fires danger to your brain and to your subconscious mind. You can then start to realize that actually you're still safe even though you're showing up in front of other people and speaking. And each and every time that you do that, you start to break that old neural pathway and you reinforce the new one. You want to take away the power from your old limiting subconscious beliefs and give power to the new consciously crafted beliefs that you are creating for yourself as an adult. And the beauty of this subconscious conditioning work, the beauty of the work that I love around changing your mindset, changing your subconscious conditioning, changing your your limiting beliefs, is that we start to change those things that have been controlling us that we did not realize were controlling us. The level of awareness and the level of power and the level of empowerment that you have over your life and how you create it and over your business and the success that you can have in your business starts to dramatically change when you can identify and let go of these old sabotage behaviors. So for those of you that are thinking, okay, well, how do we know how many of these behaviors we have? You have a lot of them. I can tell you that straight away. However, start with the most obvious ones. Start with the areas in your life or in your business that you know you're not doing as good as a job as you you could or you can. And you don't know why. You know what you should be doing, but you don't know why you're not doing it. For so, So for some people, you might think that you have a procrastination issue or you have a laziness issue, or you use overwhelm, or you use busyness as the reason and excuse to avoid the behaviors. But you see, eventually, you have to look at this, because when your business isn't growing, or your business stagnates, or actually you're not getting in any more business at all, because you're realizing that these behaviors are really starting to limit you, hence they are called limiting beliefs and behaviors. Or you start to realize that you aren't able to get to that next stage, that next step. And this is a big one, and this is why it's great to work with a coach, or it's great to work with someone who does this work with you, either as a one-on-one or in a group setting. How do you get to the next level in your life and in your business? Because most of us stop just within our comfort zone, just before we step beyond that comfort zone, whether it's monetary, whether it's um, in how much we're willing to be seen, whether it's getting to that next step where we feel like it's too unsafe physically, emotionally or mentally, that's where we stop. So, and we stop and we deem that area unsafe because of these subconscious thoughts or conditioning. 
So this is why it's great to start to identify and move through these blocks so that you can get to the next stage of your business, of your career, of your life. I could talk for days about the different types of limiting beliefs and subconscious conditioning, and I might do a few more of these episodes for you around different topics. However, this is the core conversation. This is that conversation that will start to help you identify and change this. So do those three steps. See what comes up for you, and then start to observe how your business starts to change because just by you being willing to look at that area and make a different choice and act in a different way, a new set of possibilities will open up, new doors will open up because you're not just doing the same old thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So for all of you that are loving this information, I want you to go away and apply what we've talked about today and then come back and tell me what you found. Come back and tell me how it helped you and tell me what other topics you would like me to address. And for those of you that are wondering what kind of program or coach or where you can find the information to help you Um, identify and recognize these patterns and behaviors further. Something like the Business Upgrade Program that's starting very soon, I run that program myself, is a great one to join. It's a small group setting. We go through these modules where each module, we talk about family, we talk about money, we talk about leadership, we talk about business strategy, marketing and growth. We identify the limiting beliefs and the mindset that you have around each of these areas. And then we upgrade you to the new mindset around this. So check out the Business Upgrade program. I'll put the link for it below. But you know now that this is the kind of stuff that can make a real difference. So if you haven't looked at this area below, if you haven't looked at what's below your conscious mind, if you haven't looked at what more you can do different apart from changing your actions and you're finding that you keep trying to change but you end up doing the same thing over and over again, look at this, look at your mindset, identify what that limiting belief is and we'll go from there. So happy business whispering to all of you. I can't wait to join you for the next episode. And remember to let me know what you thought. That wraps up another podcast edition with the Business Whisperer. Thank you so much for listening. And I would so appreciate if you left me a five-star review or shared this with your friends and family that need that little bit of business whispering magic in their lives as well. If you have a guest or would like me to interview someone on this podcast, please send me their details and I will do my best to get them on the show. Thanks so much and